Yo, what up, guys? We're back on Paragon Talk Radio and getting right into some big news, Jake. Isaiah Thomas and Kyrie Irving are on the move. Jake, what's your input on this? This is an absolutely incredible trade coming out of the NBA. I certainly wasn't expecting this. LeBron wasn't expecting this. In mid-July, you know, Kyrie requested this trade to leave Cleveland. Everyone was stunned by it, right. Nobody saw it coming. No way. Yeah. And now that he's going to Boston in in exchange for Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder, and the Brooklyn Nets first-round pick, this is... This is an absolute blockbuster trade. Exactly. And I think that the Cavs, and I think the Cavs, okay, Kyrie Irving, there's no way you can go back to the Cavs after what he did and what he said. So the Cavs had to make a move. And I think the Cavs made the right move. And I think the Cavs gained two important pieces to their, they're trying to get their championship run. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to beat the Warriors, finally, with Kevin Durant. So, they added two big pieces to that puzzle, and I think they will leapfrog the Celtics, and I think they are better than Houston. And I think really, I think that they're the second best team in the NBA. Right I don't now. know about that. I think this trade might have put the Celtics At over the hump. Mm-hmm. So that gives that gives me into our next point. My question, Jake, who won this trade? For me, it's not really a matter of. Who won this trade? For me, in my opinion, I think it's all about looking towards the future. Isaiah Thomas is coming up on a contract year. Right, he'll be a free agent next year. At the end of this season, he's going to be looking for a huge paycheck. And I'm not sure if Danny Ainge and the rest of the Celtics organization were willing to do that. But now, with this trade, they don't have to worry about that. They got rid of Isaiah Thomas. I shouldn't say got rid of. They. This wasn't their primary option or Uh what they necessarily wanted to do, but now they have Kyrie Irving, obviously a very special talent. They got rid of Jay Crowder, which, you know, unloaded some salary cap, and, um, you know, I think this is a pivotal piece to their future. Yeah, I I agree with that, but I think that the, the Cavs won this trade because LeBron, after this year... It was 100%, you know, people were saying, oh, he's leaving Cleveland. There's no way he's going to come back. Well, what about now? I mean, you just got two very good players, and you're just going to and, – and he could recruit Isaiah Thomas to stay, and they could stay, and then they could get more good players, and then they could be the team to beat instead of the Warriors. Who knows, you know? You might get Carmelo or – D. Wade. So, D. Wade, someone like that. And don't forget, they got Derrick Rose – as their backup point guard. So Speaking of Derrick Rose, I think he has the potential to have a big impact. Exactly, very true, because he averaged about 20 points a game last year, very low-key, and nobody talked about it. And people are like, oh, he's trash. No, he's not. He's a very good point guard. He isn't what he used to be, but what, no he, doubt about that. what he used to be was an MVP. So it's pretty hard it's to It's hard top. to follow that up in the right, NBA. very true. It's very hard to top what he in, once was. In today's NBA, it's all about athleticism. You have guys like Giannis, Antetokounmpo, and other stretch power forwards and small forwards. Today's NBA, it's all about running the floor, being quick, fast, jumping high, you know, making good passes. It, it's all about the flashiness. Right. And I think 
I don't think the Cavs are that far away from beating the Warriors. I really don't think so. And I think that LeBron could rec- I think LeBron could stay now that he got two big time pieces of But the are puzzle. they better than Kyrie? No, of course not. Did you not. see what Kyrie and LeBron did? They did. I mean, they worked their magic. They did. They did, especially uh, a couple seasons ago when they beat the Warriors. Um but I think that the Cavs won this trade because I think their starting five just straight up is better than the Celtics starting five. Even though the Celtics starting five is outstanding with the additions that they've had with Gordon Hayward, they've drafted Jason Tatum, and then now they got Kyrie Irving. I mean, Danny Ainge, don't get me wrong, is probably one of the best GMs in basketball. And I think that he's done an incredible job building the Celtics franchise for the future and for right now. And they, they put themselves in a position to win a championship. And I think they've done a great job. And I still think that they didn't even win the trade. I think that Cleveland won the trade with those two guys versus one. Even though both sides, very equal, very equal. But I think Cleveland just nudges them just a little bit. I'm very interested in seeing how the first game of the season right. That's the first game plays of the out. Mm-hmm. You have Cleveland against Boston to open up their seasons. Yeah, interesting to see how the Cleveland fans will react to Kyrie, you know, after he said, I want to be out of here, you know. Kind of a tough situation. For sure, for sure. So, you know, we're going to get it. Speak, this isn't the only team, or this isn't the only move that has happened this year in the offseason. You know, you get look at Jimmy Butler going to the Timberwolves. The Timberwolves, they have, they have, Big play potential here. Exactly. Uh, Jeff true. Teague, mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler, Andrew Wiggins, Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. Very. You could make a case that Carl Anthony Towns is the best center. So you look at that future of the franchise along with their coach, Tom Thibodeau, and you know he knows what he's doing. He'll run the he's show. He's reunited with Jimmy Butler. Yes, he is. I think that he'll do a good job, and I think they'll be fine. I think the Timberwolves will be. A threat. Quick the, turnaround here mm-hmm. for the Timberwolves. I think there'll be a threat in the West for sure. And then you look at, like we said earlier, Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward has turned himself into a stud. And now he's reunited with his college coach, Brad Stevens. That's a very big and important thing that people might not know. But I think Gordon Hayward will make a tremendous impact on this team. And I think he'll be the primary guy scoring most of the points now, even with Kyrie Irving. I mean, when you look at this Boston team, you have Kyrie Irving, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Gordon Hayward, Al Horford. I mean, you got pieces not only to build around, but also for the for a win, for a win now mentality. Right. Yeah, and they could they could make a run to the finals this season. Very easy. That's a very strong possibility. And like we said, Isaiah Thomas. How do you think Isaiah Thomas will do? Now that he's re- with his, now that he is with LeBron James, it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. To be honest, I'm not really sure how this move will affect Isaiah's play. He was, he was the guy in Boston. Right. I don't know how he's going to make the transition to Cleveland. Whether it's going to be a positive impact or a negative impact. Um, I'm not really sure how this is going to play out. Yeah, I think he'll be a very, very good offensive threat, scoring, I'm going to make a prediction, about 25, 24 points a game. 
I think that's a very high possibility. But the only thing about Isaiah Thomas and the only, you know, downside that he has is his defense. You know, can you can he handle, you know, bigger size point guards like six five point guards, six six point guards, guys that are way taller than him? He he's gonna have to guard them, and he's five nine, and he's that's that's small in the NBA. So keep that in mind as the Celtic or I'm sorry, the Cavs go on with their season. But I think Isaiah Thomas will do just fine. I think LeBron will help him. I think he'll make him better. And I think that, you know, he's got a guy now that he can give the ball anytime. He can throw lobs to LeBron. You know, their offense is different now with Isaiah Thomas. And I think that Isaiah Thomas knows what he's it'll doing. It'll be a different style of it'll play. Be very, it'll be a very interesting and different style of play. And I can't wait to see that. But getting right in another team that got some... Uh, Star power. Star power was the Oklahoma City Thunder with the addition of Paul George. How do you think Paul George and Russell Westbrook will go together? I think, you know, I think Paul George will fit in there nicely. I think he's going to jump right in um, and uh, create some nice chemistry, uh, you know, in the offense. And I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, Paul George, obviously a premier player in the NBA. For uh, been there for years. Mm-hmm. He's going to be there for many more to come. Right. And I'm very interested to see how the Thunder, you know, Russell Westbrook, former MVP, uh, reigning MVP, triple-double. You know, he was the man. After KD left, he was literally that entire offense. He literally he literally did everything, folks. I mean, off, or, uh, points, rebounds, assists, steals, everything, you name it. And now he's still the man of that offense, but he got a good chunk of that, you know, pressure taken, pressure away. taken away. And now he's not the entire centerpiece of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Which will be nice because they'll, this will allow them to spread the ball more. Exactly, yep. Create more of a challenge for opposing defenses yeah. now that they have Paul George and Russell Westbrook, along with Steven Adams and... And it's Cantor. Yeah, Can't yeah. forget about them. Right. I think this is good for the Oklahoma City Thunder to build around those two guys, Paul George and Russell Westbrook. I think this is a very good one-two punch, and I can't wait to see them get going. And I can't wait to see them play the Warriors just to see how that works, you know, with the Oklahoma City Thunder fans booing KD whenever he touches the ball. So that should be fun to watch. And another team that picked up some star power – and still might, because the free agency deadline is not over. Um, and the trade deadline is not over. We got the Houston Rockets adding Chris Paul. And they have that one-two punch with Chris Paul, James Harden. James Harden being arguably the best offensive player in the game. Chris Paul, a true point guard. Jake, what do you think is the potential for this one-two combo? I mean, when you look at this, this is an absolute threat to all teams across the league. You know, when you have James Harden and Chris Paul, how do you handle both of them? I mean, yeah, I mean, Chris Paul can just, you know, throw lobs. Um, He can run the offense better than anybody can. He can shoot. He can, he's just a very strong or very smart and high basketball IQ that, Chris Paul has, and I think that he will benefit. 
James Harden will benefit off of the assists. And not only James Harden, when you look at the other pieces that they have on the team, they have Trevor Ariza, an absolute spot-on three-point shooter from the mm-hmm. corner. You know, Lou Williams, another big-time three-point shooter. So th- you look at this team, this high-power, you know, scoring a lot of points a game team. I think James Harden has a lot to be thankful for for getting Chris Paul because he will make him that much better than he already is right now. What if Carmelo comes? What if Carmelo comes? Then you'll be the best offensive team in the league. So a lot That's of That's something to watch out for. Yeah. And you know, Jake, what, what were you going to say? You know, this Carmelo, all this trade talk on and off between the Knicks and the Rockets. Right. And it's clear that Carmelo... Carmelo wants out. He doesn't want to be with the New York Knicks organization. I don't even know if the Knicks want him. That's a lot of money that they're paying him for a lot of production, no doubt about that. But is that really what the Knicks organization wants? I think the the missing piece of this puzzle with the trade of Carmelo is that third team. They need it to be a three-team trade or even a four-team trade. Wow. Because what the Rockets can give the Knicks in exchange for Carmelo is not enough at this point if it was just a two-team trade. Mm -hmm. So, Jake, there's a lot of teams with a lot of moves. Who is the one team that you think gives the Warriors, because they're on top right now, the best chance to win it? What team gives them the greatest challenge out of all these teams giving, you know, new signings, the talent they have, the new income? I'm talking about the future, not just this season. But I'm talking about the future along with this season. What team? What's that X-Factor team that you're looking for? Well, I think obviously the Boston Celtics have what it takes to potentially take down the Warriors. But one team that I like to talk about, you can't just leave the San Antonio Spurs out there in the dust. You cannot forget about them. Greg Popovich running the team, obviously an absolute mastermind. Kawhi Leonard, he does it all for the team. They just signed Manu Ginobili for another two years. Still not going anywhere, folks. Manu's staying home. They have a lot of potential. They've been doing it for years. They've been at the top of the Western Conference for a long time, and I don't expect it to stop anytime soon. Yeah. So that's all the time we have, folks. Thanks again for listening. This, is, this was Pocket Presence on Paragon Talk Radio. Till next time.